Welcome to the Power Hour. I'm Adrienne Herbert, wellness coach, international speaker and author. Each week I speak to a variety of guests from business founders to Olympic athletes, leading coaches, change makers and innovators to find out their daily habits, their rules to live by and what motivates them to get up out of bed each day. Personally, I am on a mission to encourage, motivate and inspire. So I hope that the Power Hour will help you to achieve your personal and professional goals. Hey everyone, it's Adrienne here. Welcome back to the podcast. So this week I thought I'd jump on the mic to talk about a challenge that I think many of us are facing right now with our work, life situation. And that is the blurred lines around our time work, life, and other people's expectation of our time. So I shared a post on Instagram last week where I was talking about this. It was a Monday morning and I shared the post saying, you know, we really need to have these clear lines because working from home does not mean living at work. And then I went on to talk about white space, which is something that I, a topic that I dive into in my book. And I got so many comments and so many DMs about this. And then following on from that Instagram post, I've also had conversations this week with friends working in different industries, everyone from friends that work in PR to freelance journalists, to charity workers, to NHS therapists, literally so many of my friends working in different spaces have kind of shared this same sentiment that at the moment there is this feeling I guess that because we are working at home that our that we're constantly available and actually people's free time being confused with their availability I've seen that online as well this week and I was like oh my gosh that is so true when people think if there is a gap in your diary well whatever time of day that is that means that you're available so the concept of white space as I mentioned I go into this in much more detail in my book but essentially what it is is time in your schedule that is blocked out that is blank hence the term white space and nothing can fill that time so you you know typically when I look at people's schedules I did this with a client recently and you know it's like this time is for workout this time is for kids this time is for commuting or dropping or errands or this time is for and every hour seems to be accounted for right up until you know going to bed and even the free time or space that was there is like even I don't know the temptation to fill that so that we're doing something whether it's productive whether it's reading whether it's going for a run like it just feels like everything yeah every hour can easily be filled so this term of white space literally it sounds it seems quite difficult when you first you know do this but you basically have an hour or or if you could have more then great maybe take a whole afternoon but this white space cannot be filled with anything so for me, the temptation is like, if I, you know, when I have this time, I'm like, wicked, I've got an hour extra. And it's very easy to let other things flow into that. So like, oh, I'll prep for this podcast interview, or oh, I'll reply to a load of emails, or I'll listen to a podcast and go for a run and take on more information. And I think it's become my habit as well. So when I really started to be strict about this white space, I realized actually how important it is and how and what a difference I felt when doing this so I think that having white space even before the pandemic actually was really really important but now it's more important to me than ever and it is so necessary for creativity for new ideas for curiosity for spontaneity actually for things to just you know just to feel like oh how do I actually feel right now like do I want to go for a walk or do I want to 
take a bath or do I want to just lay on a yoga mat and just, I don't know, just do nothing essentially and have the freedom to do that without feeling any guilt or any obligation or this kind of just like ticking time that just feels like you must be doing something. Um, And actually I was listening to Esther Perel, who is a psychotherapist, amazing, amazing woman. I'm sure you know who she is. And I was listening to her talking about the fact that during the pandemic, actually the last year, living through a pandemic, having to be forced to stay at home, to live in one space, has of course presented so many challenges, one of which being uncertainty around around everything, you know, around work, around the restrictions, around the vaccination, all of these things. But also she talks a lot about the fact that, you know, it's not human nature for us to be limited in our experience. So, you know, we crave new things. And she talks about it a lot in the way of, you know, curiosity and actually craving new experiences is part of the human nature. So whether that's exploring a new place, whether that's meeting new people, whether that's being open to, yeah, new ideas, new concepts, all sorts of things. And it really got me thinking because of course, as someone who pre-pandemic, I was very fortunate with the work that I was doing, I was traveling a lot and I was meeting a lot of new people. And even that, you know, the kind of as I mentioned, spontaneity and, and just new experiences where you don't really know that's been taken away. And I think for a lot of people working in the same space and having this kind of can, I don't know what could be described as like a, re, a groundhog day or like a repetition, you know, sitting at the same space, you know, logging into Zooms, doing, creating slides and decks and doing endless emails and admin. And it's easy to feel like there's no, fun there's no joy there's no new things because we're in the same space in the same environment and that is not natural for us you know it's not the human condition to do that so it definitely got me thinking about yeah you know what are the things how can we inject some of that some of that joyfulness some of that kind of fun and yes of course we you know if we're in a position where we're working from home um and or or homeschooling or any of those things then you know it can be really challenging and the last thing on the list sometimes is like oh you know what can i do today that's going to be really joyful and really fun but i do think it's important that we prioritize that and i'm certainly you know i'm certainly reflecting on this myself as someone who has sometimes borderline aggressive ambition when it comes to my work creating this podcast the work that I do at fit you know I've taken on more responsibility there in the last year so there's all of these things and essentially I just wanted to yeah I guess talk about this white space concept and that actually it is so valuable when you block out two hours and you know that it's coming so say for example if I've got a really busy Monday Tuesday Wednesday and then Thursday morning I might have white space until 11 so I will get up I'll do my usual morning power hour I'll do my pilates my stretch I'll have breakfast I'll take my son to school and then I come home from the school drop and I have almost two hours of white space and I know there's nothing happening and no one needs me and I don't have to do anything or be online or even check my phone before 11am and just having that space has yeah I've really really enjoyed it and so I wanted to to share that and looping back to the start when I talked about you know how the lines have become blurred I think what's really important as well is yes if we notice it and we acknowledge it then it won't change essentially if we don't do anything about it and that's something I'm certainly challenging myself on this week is that you know what it won't change unless I communicate with people and set boundaries and essentially you know some examples of how this is kind of showing up in my life at the moment is 
people sending emails with the word urgent in the subject. Now that is stressful. That is unnecessary stress. So you look at the email, whether you're, whether it's on your phone, whether it's on your laptop, whether I'm out and it's like, okay, urgent. As soon as you see the word urgent, I don't know, it just is kind of panic inducing. And essentially some people need to revisit the meaning of the word urgent and just remember what is actually urgent because it might be urgent for them, but actually do, do I need to take that on? And do I need to go, oh my goodness, this is urgent. I need to feel stressed. I need to feel panicked. Actually, no, that's a choice. So my reaction in that moment is hopefully moving forward going to be, you know what, this might be urgent for them, but I'm not going to allow that to yeah, impact me in such a stressful way. And also maybe just responding saying, please don't put urgent in the subject line unless it's absolutely life and death. Like if it's not, yeah, then please don't use urgent. Another one is people saying, you have to, you know, can you get this to me by the end of the day? Like I have to have this by the end of the day. And sometimes, you know, again, if you've got other commitments and you, I pick up my son from school and I come home and I'm working late, then I'll send stuff by the end of the day, even if it means kind of, you know, missing lunch or something when actually the reality is they're probably not going to action it or do anything with it until the next day so you know sending something at 7 p.m 8 p.m actually for me and my schedule what works better for my brain and my cognitive function and my energy is doing things early in the morning in the power hour so what i've started doing is looping back and saying this won't i, I can't deliver this to you by the end of the day but it will be in your inbox before 7 a.m And nine times out, in fact, 10 times out of 10, not even nine times out of 10, every time I've done that, they've replied saying, okay, great, no worries. So it's again, me managing people's expectation and just saying, you know what? I work best in the morning. I get up at five or 5.30, I get stuff done then. So I'll get it to you before seven. As Instead of breaking my neck, breaking sweats to get it done in the evening. So that's one more thing. And then lastly is again around communication is that if people send me an email and I don't reply for whatever reason within a time frame that they think is acceptable which I think has become shorter and shorter and shorter I think people used to send an email and they'd maybe expect a reply next day now it's like they expect a reply within it seems to be anyway within like 90 minutes or a couple of hours and if not they will try to chase you and reach out on another platform so maybe it's whatsapp or maybe it's something else and I think again managing expectation and communicating to people you don't please don't do that you know like if you send me an email and I don't reply within four hours please do not then chase me on whatsapp because I'm working or I'm doing something which means I'm not available and I think yeah I found it really difficult in the past to tell people I am not available because if you're at home during a pandemic then it's like well surely you're there you've got your laptop can you just jump on and do this thing or can you just send this, 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 and this. And before you know it, you're doing two hours of work. So this is one I'm going to try and do as well. Is just saying my, and repeat after me now, free time is not availability. Okay. Let's say it one more time. Free time is not availability. Reminder for myself and reminder for you all. Okay. So lastly, on the Power Hour podcast, I always want to offer motivation, encouragement, and I guess suggestions, but essentially the best advice is actionable. You know, listening to something for 10 minutes and being like, okay, cool. She's got a point is great, but actionable advice is what I'm all about. So my suggestion now is going to be something that I'm calling action for impact. And every time I record one of these, I'm going to basically give a suggestion of an action for impact that we can all try to do this week or whenever you listen to this to, yeah, kind of action some of this stuff. So 
I think the key takeaway, if you're going to action one thing this week, is to block out some white space. Maybe if you can't do it this week, look at your schedule for next week and make sure that it happens, like without a doubt, you know, like there's some things in your diary that you would not miss. So put it in and then make it an absolute non-negotiable. If if other people can see your diary, whether it's work colleagues or clients or people that can book your your time and availability then block it as a hold you don't have to put a reason you know you don't have to put something down to make it clear as to why you're not available just put hold and just put whatever you want but for you just know that that time is white space and then once that time comes just really try to avoid the temptation to allow other things to just overflow into that time. As I mentioned, whether it's life admin and errands and, oh, I'll just, I don't know, sort out that stuff or do some washing or whatever, or whether it's just, oh, now I've got some extra to win back time to do more work. Try not to do that. Try to avoid that and just have some white space. Go outside, leave your phone, turn it off. Uh, like I said, lay on your back, do some breath work, maybe do some stretching, do whatever you want, read a magazine. I don't know, wander around, literally go to a coffee shop, get a coffee and then just wander around and do nothing. White space. Like it seems, it sounds so kind of simple, but I know that it's difficult to do for a lot of people. And even just leaving their phone. When I say to people sometimes, you know, leave your phone and just go out for half an hour the feeling, it takes a while to kind of get used to it because the first couple of times people do it, they always say to me like, oh my gosh, I didn't enjoy it at all because I was just worried that, you know, I'm going to come back and there's going to be a load of emails or a load of WhatsApps that I've missed. And even that, if that is you right now, if you're thinking, oh my gosh, if I leave my phone for an hour, it's going to stress me out because there'll be so many things and people, you know, to get back to, or that is, I mean, I don't know what people's work life you know, schedules are, but I just think that in itself is problematic. When friends say to me, oh my gosh, it's more stressful to not have my phone on me. That is just, I mean, it's wild. People, and also uh, some of these friends, you know, don't get me wrong. If you are, I don't know, a cardiac surgeon and you're on call, I get it. Keep that phone by your side. But if you are someone who, you know, sometimes we have to kind of, yeah, zoom out of our world and our own egos and kind of say, you know what, if I don't look at my WhatsApps or if I don't reply to some emails or if I don't, if I'm not at everybody's beck and call all the time, that's okay. You know, like what is going to happen really? And ultimately, I think if we could all start to do this, you know, I've got friends, I know burnout is something that gets talked about a lot. And I feel like although burnout is a medical condition, the signs of burnout and the kind of the I watched a TED talk the other day that was actually saying that work burnout is something that a lot of people can just have for a long time and they can still function. So burnout doesn't have to mean that you are laying in your bed and you can't get up. It's not, doesn't have to just be adrenal fatigue. Burnout can be a lack of feeling of purpose and a lack of feeling that your work is meaningful and actually a kind of disconnect between yourself and your work. So you just kind of show up, you can go through the motions, you can do what needs to be done and do the tasks, but you yeah, you're kind of just vacant and you don't care. Like literally it's like, I don't really care about this anymore. I'm just literally sitting here and I'm not checked in in any way, emotionally, physically. That is also a sign of burnout. And I think a lot of friends that I speak to right now, that is their experience. And it has been for the last few months where they're just thinking, oh, well, I've just got to carry on. Everybody else is doing it. Everybody else eats their sandwich or eats their lunch whilst with one hand whilst on a laptop. Everybody else is, you know, doing... Zoom calls and meetings and Google Hangouts all day, 
every day and then working in the evening to catch up because they've been on these meetings all day and just this expectation that that's normal and that feeling burnt out and stressed and tired and exhausted actually is normal and it's not I'm here to tell you that it is not it is not normal and acceptable for us to just go okay well that's what work is you know no like seriously no people telling me they're so exhausted at the weekend that they just have to catch up on sleep to energize themselves enough to be able to go back into their work on Monday that is not okay and you know I can be honest with you myself included there's definitely been times in the last few months when I felt like that you know especially in the start of the year I I was homeschooling I think I took a break from the podcast for a couple of weeks because I was literally drowning and that is how I felt so yeah I had to take make some changes and I had to be honest with myself and just go what are you doing and why are you doing it you know always stripping it back always looping back to kind of like what are my core values why do I want to create the work that I do and how can I show up with the best energy if I yeah I'm exhausted if I'm constantly on if I'm not getting enough sleep if I'm not able to do my own power hour which means you know having an hour for myself in the morning is so so important so that's what I wanted to share. I'm sure there'll be a lot of people listening who can relate to a lot of this and maybe even thinking, well, I can't really do anything about it. You know, like that's just how it is. This is the job that I have. We're in a global pandemic. I can't exactly just quit my job or tell my boss, oh, I need time off. But I would really, really encourage you to at least have a conversation. At least be honest with whether it's your manager, whether it's coworkers, and just tell them because they'd probably be like, oh my gosh, me too. And then you can at least yeah just set some boundaries around like when you're available what availability actually looks like and yeah please have lunch breaks please like you know we need this we need space we need white space so thanks everyone for tuning in i really hope that was helpful as always let me know you can reach out on instagram it's at adrienne underscore ldn or you can tweet it's the same or you can leave a show review over on itunes Thanks so much for listening. Hope you have an awesome week and carve out some white space. See ya.